Welcome to the Can of Spam Podcast, your weekly serving of nincompoopisms and absolute buffoonery. And don't forget the dad jokes and poop stories. Let's get it. Welcome back. It's the Can of Spam podcast. Welcome back, spammers, to another episode of this ridiculous show. I am Old Man Lopez. And I am your poopitarian. And I just want to say, we love you guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You can all be our Valentine. If I could shoot you in the face with a heart-shaped arrow, I would. Did you do anything for Valentine's Day for, um, got anything planned? Um, so what we're going to do is, uh, we're going to go to Taco Bell. Are you serious? No. That's, that's a legit, like, we're going to Taco Bell. And it's like the most excited we've been to go on date night for a long time. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're just going to go to Taco Bell? Yeah, because we, we don't really go out to um, like fast food stuff. So fast food kind of, it's like, it's like this exotic treat for us. We know all the big restaurants are going to be kind of busy because it's Valentine's Day. Um, so we figure we'd just skirt all the crowds and we'll go to Taco Bell at Kahala Mall, have a few Taco Bell items. Make our deposit into the toilet a few minutes later, and then maybe go get some candy at Candy Carousel and hang out. That sounds kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Well, uh, well, what time are you guys going? Um, probably right after work. I don't know. You guys are free to join us. <laughs> That's awesome, actually. Um, I love Taco Bell. My issue is I always order way too much. Well, just so, wait like 20 minutes, and then you can order again. fill it up again. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, um, we celebrated. I mean, we went out to... It was my birthday recently, so happy birthday to me. Mm. But Melissa took me out for uh, sushi, and it was kind of like Valentine's Day-ish because we did it this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got her flowers yesterday, and I bought her like these Reese's eggs heart thingies today. What, what is the fascination with flowers? thing is, they just die. Yeah, here's, here's a representation of our love that will only last one week. Yeah. Well, the other thing, I had a, um, of a friend, her husband buys her like an actual, like, plant in the ground so she got a rose bush just bought her a job yeah <laughs> bought her a burden yeah you're, you're now a gardener <laughs> but that's what she wanted she said she loves getting like a real plant so she can plant it and just keep going mm. yeah so that's valentine's day but uh why don't we can we kick it off in our first segment yeah let's do it um we're gonna jump into a what would you do if and what do i do then buzz huh you tell me so I was thinking about this the other day, and I thought it'd be fun to talk about the what would you do if you now lived in the 1800s? So we talking like I just woke up one morning and everything around me transformed into the 1800s. Exactly. So you'll have all the knowledge of you have right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. but you would now just be in the 1800s. We're basically pulling like a um, Back to the Future. Of the Wild Wild West. Except there's no stress about ruining the space-time continuum and having love affairs with my mom. Exactly. And you're also stuck. There's like no going back. You just got to hope maybe you fall asleep again and wake up in your original time zone. So there's Maybe this is a really long dream. Yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. So what would you do if you woke up in the 1800s? Well, I, I got to be honest. There's not a... I mean, I don't know a lot about history if... I would definitely have to dress differently. I would have to speak differently. What was the 18th? Was it like old English? Yeah, it was like old proper English. Well, I guess it was English back then. Yeah. It was like, so speaking a lot of like 
Hello. Oh, no, that's that's British. Hello, governor. <laughs> no, everything just automatically turns into British. Yeah, once you go beyond, what like, 1910, like? everything is British. Yeah, well, I guess we were colonized by the British, so yeah. that would make sense. It's true. Just proper English. Proper English. You sound like you're from London. <laughs> and I guess, too, it's different if, um, like, I'm assuming you're thinking you wake up on Oahu in the 1800s. On Oahu? Or That's you, even worse. Or are you thinking you wake up in the 1800s in, like, France? Well, I, if I woke up on Oahu in the 1800s, it probably would have been a beautiful place to live. Yeah. I mean, minus the whole, like, overthrowing of the monarchy and stuff. But <laughs> I'm, if I'm here in the 1800s, maybe I'm Hawaiian. Or I'm one of those jerks that kind of, like, took over the islands and ruined it for everyone. True. I'm going um, to say you're that. <laughs> I'm that. I'm both. What would be like the hardest adjustments for you? God, internet? There's no internet? There's no internet. <laughs> well, maybe, like, I guess I took all my knowledge from today and brought it back. So True. whatever I know now, I have as a tool to, like, get me by in the 1800s. I feel like I could invent stuff. Mm, nope, I, I definitely couldn't invent stuff. I just realized my, my version of inventing something is, like, I'll walk up to a scientist and be like, hey, I got an idea. For something that you can communicate with people across the world with. It's called a phone. And you carry it in your pocket and you can look up things and find information. It'll be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they'll be like, yes, well, that, uh, that sounds wonderful. How do we, uh, how do we actually uh, create that? Well, I thought, I thought you guys could figure it out. True. I think you're going like the, the items wouldn't exist to create that thing. So you'd have to think of something that's like available then that you could invent now. When when did the when did the Ford Model T come out? Like combustible engines. I think I think that's more 1900s. I feel like or like late I can 1800s. kind of describe an engine and figure out how to make somebody like, hey, I got this idea. Help me workshop it, and I'm gonna create this, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it to Henry Ford. You're gonna be Henry Ford. It's gonna be Kavika Lopez. <laughs> I drive a Lopez. Motors. I drive a <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the thing about Henry Ford, though, if I may jump in with a little history, he didn't invent, invent the automobile. You know that, right? I don't know anything. So he... Treat me like a child. I forget the guy who invented the automobile, automobile, but the thing that made Henry Ford, his automobile, good is he invented the assembly line process. And that's how his automobile was able to get made so mm. quickly and so many of them. Right. What about this? So in the 1800s, I think there was coffee, but I'm just trying to go with something like that to where, okay, if I get dropped in the 1800s and there's no coffee, I'm going to figure out how to make coffee because that's totally doable. Well, I, I feel like I can describe an automobile engine, like a combustible rotary, oh, even yeah, like a rotary yeah. engine. Yeah. I'm just thinking of something that I know a little bit or just enough about to describe to an engineer and give him some ideas to like move technology forward faster than it did. Okay. All right. Well, so there's that. Okay, there's I would try that. to find some way to serve <laughs> and make my mark on the world of science, even though I have no science background. Okay, I see where I, I see where you're going. Though. I see where you're going. Maybe I would invent the toilet. Didn't they have outhouses back then? Yeah. Hey, you know how you uh you do your business and you make your poopy outside? Why don't we do that inside? Right. Don't you want to do that inside? I, I've heard that from people that like transition from outhouse to indoor toilet. Like, okay, not that I know people, but, like, that idea that, like, it was disgusting to think of going from crapping outside to now right next to the kitchen. 
what is it plumbing is it plumbing the thing that brought that forward oh yeah that's a good question that would be good to invent plumbing water running water what's your job oh i just i stand at the water pump and i just crank the water and create water pressure for the entire town no you know what you could do okay you you could go along the route of like um hydro electricity type stuff because you could put some kind of blade in a river that runs and make it spin which then could pump the water for you that's how they created electricity back in the day. Yeah. Water. That's why they created dams, right? Right. Because okay, they let okay, the dam loose okay. to create energy. Hoover Dam. Hmm. Lopez Dam. <laughs> dam Lopez. That dam Lopez. <laughs> Just, I would be... I would... Okay. The worst thing would be finding a job. Yeah. There's no videographers yeah. in the 1800s. <laughs> You're basically... What are the options? Farmer. Okay. Blacksmith. Mm, I know I know a little bit about blacksmithing. Shout out to my friend Gabriel Lennon, Five Shield Forges on North Shore. If you want a custom knife or oh, that's something, sick. he'll he'll make you a blade. Dude, I didn't know he actually like had a business. I want to order a knife from him. You should. Yeah, I'll use it for hunting and skinning. Sweet. He's a big dude. He's pretty strong and has a lot of like, I guess, arm endurance because you gotta pound the metal, right? Yeah. It probably took me like four hours to get to a point where would have taken him like ten minutes. <laughs> so I might know a little bit about how to make a blade, but I probably wouldn't be very good at it. Yeah. It'd be hard too because you wouldn't have the same modern like you'd have to build your own fire. See, that's the thing. He did coal forges. Oh. So he has a coal forge with like the fa- nah, there's no electricity. He would have to have like some sort of mechanical device that pumps air yeah. into the fire to heat it up. I don't even know how you would make it. I mean, I guess I know what it looks like, but I don't know how it, to make it. Just get like a did piece they have of Taco Bell back then? No. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because then you could just eat it and blow just, it up. I'll just sit you in front of my coals and just force feed you Taco Bell. <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. All right, last thing, last thing about it. What about hospitals? Hospitals? I'm pretty sure that was not even a thing, was it? No, I don't think they had anything like what we would consider a hospital. So Did they know about aloe vera? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> you know what? That's actually something I would... I feel like I would have a little bit of contribution in. So no like farmer. modern, like, natural remedies. Well, okay. actually, all I have to do is, like, hey, send somebody to China, figure out what they're doing, bring it back here, and then I think we're going to be good for a little while. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you could probably figure out, like, oh, you have a headache, drink more water. <laughs> you know, or, like, those simple kind of things that you take for granted. My God, you're a prophet. Right. But I'm going to come by and say my arm is dangling off. Because it got bit by a shark, and you're going to just put some dirt on it? What are you going to do? Mm, salt, right? Isn't salt a thing? Or is that more of like a preservative so I can eat you later? I mean, I guess I would just cut the rest of it off and then just take my half-forged blade and heat it up and then cauterize your arm. That's all I would think of. That makes sense. And then it's just a, now you have no arm, but at least you're not dead. I, you're like, note to self, don't. Have Nick help you when you're injured. He'll just <laughs> cauterize it. <laughs> oh, Nick, somebody bit off my arm. Help me. Yeah. Well, let me take this flamethrower. What? <laughs> yeah, that would work. It would be way different, dude. There's no way we could handle living in the... It would take a lot of adjustment. Yep. I would, I would like it. I feel like I would be considered pretty smart, though. But at the same time, I'd probably be considered a moron because I'd be like, hey, uh, how do you flush this thing? And they'd just be thinking... What do you mean flush? Just just leave. Just leave the outhouse. Yeah, you're like, you, you know how to like do all these crazy things, but how do I work the water well? 
Did they have toilet paper then? I don't know. They must have. 1800s, like, they must have had paper and toilet paper. They had toilet parchment. It was one ply, and it felt like sandpaper. (laughs) It was one, it was a thick one ply. (laughs) Basically wood. Pretty sure they just, like, ground up a a tree and just used the bark. Yeah. They had really tough bum holes back then. Or leaves. Just, why do you gotta go right to the bark? Just use a leaf. I guess that's smarter. You never had to take a dump in the woods and use a leaf? No, I've done it. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, I didn't reach for the bark. Yeah, you went right for the coconut husk. Now you're wondering why you're bleeding at your anus. It was anus. a dry poop, man. I gotta <laughs> scrape some of that off. Leaves just gonna smear it everywhere. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, dude. 18, I don't know. It, it just... I was thinking about that the other day of like living in a different time period. I feel like I would only know what was going on maybe a mile around, like a mile yeah. radius around where I woke up. Yeah, there'd be no way like to really know what's happening because information travels so slow. Do they have directions? Do they have maps? There was compasses then in it's the all 1800s. Dirt roads. There was definitely compasses and maps. I have to go make George five miles north of Lake Wilson, and then you pull out your compass. Yeah, head north for. I guess there was watches too. So head north watches? for fifteen minutes. Yeah, the watch was definitely in the eighteen hundreds. When was electricity invented? They had a horse and carriage. I don't understand how that applies. Watch doesn't need electricity to work. You lost me. You never heard of like watches that you just turn and it works on perpetual motion? Yeah, but the horse and the... Never mind. Let's go on Google real, real quick. I'll look up watches. You look up light bulb. We are the dumbest two people on the planet. Okay. The measurement of time was invented in 1500 BC. So time has been around a long time. Let's, <laughs> let's look up a watch now. In 1500 BC? Yeah. <laughs> well, what were they like? Maybe we should start keeping track of every time the sun comes up. Well, okay, how do we start? <laughs> well, let's just start at negative 1,500 years. Why? What happens at zero? I don't know. Something important. And let's call it time. Okay, like I told you, the watch was invented in 1770, and it was um pocket watch, and it was the first self-winding watch. That was mm. right. I'm not a moron. Well, I'm the moron for thinking that you needed electricity to make a watch wasn't electricity in like 1900 1879 was the light bulb oh wow okay but electricity was before that right that was just the light bulb electricity was before it wasn't it what did they what did they power before light bulbs so i think it was discovered in the mid 1700s but yeah but were we able to harness it 1920 35 percent of americans had electric in their home 35 percent yeah. So we're stuck in the 1800s. There's no electricity. No electricity, basically. There's candles. Yeah. Made of... Wax. Penguin wax. Yeah, I wonder where they got the wax from. How did they know to... Was it... No, that's, that's not wax. That's just fat and lard. Isn't that what they used? No, I thought oil? wax is like a... Oh, no, no. They used oil for like canteens. Yeah, yeah. Oil, yeah. oil. Oil lanterns, I guess. Lanterns. That's the that's word. That's the word. A lantern. How did they harvest wax? I guess bees... Nah, no way, man. They're just like going house to house with a tiny spoon and scooping yes. out people's ears. <laughs> That's pretty funny. This at, is what at we're least saying. Four though. people per household. We wouldn't know about Make how your wax ca- contributions. <laughs> yeah, you get like, a tax credit. That's right. That's exactly right. See, we wouldn't know. We'd be there and not knowing how these simple things work. It probably wouldn't take long to figure out, but still. Is there government in the 1800s? There's government. I don't know anything. No, wait. When was the Declaration of Independence signed? Is it 1776. Yeah. We're in the 1800s. Oh, okay. So this is America already. Yeah. Big top hats. 
It's mainly the wardrobe I'd have trouble adjusting. I'm not wearing pants, a waistcoat, a suit, a you know, a jacket, a vest. I'm not wearing all that. I don't know why. When I think 1800s, I do think way that it's so far long ago. I mean, it is. Yeah, us. but it's, it's not. It's ago. not devoid of government and like. Yeah, immediately when you say 1800s, I automatically think like barbaric. Yeah, this there, there's society. That's 12 years removed from the Stone Age. Yeah, but it's. I'm thinking chisel and uh you know the caveman that chiseled the rock in the wheel fashion right we haven't even invented language yet we're still carving hieroglyphics into stones right stone age that's what they call it yep when in fact people have guns and muskets already at this point yeah you know what would be nice though about living in like 1800s is abundance of everything because the population's way smaller so like if i want to go fishing i bet you i can catch a lot of fish that's true and that's kind of nice and i bet you there was no poke I would not like that. Yeah, you would. Because you could just make it yourself. And everyone's going to be like, wow. Yeah, but then I got to go fishing. This and is... then I got to invent mayonnaise. You're going to hire people and they have boats. I have no job. I have no applicable skills in the 1800s. I can't hire anybody. I have no money. I have to figure this crap out on my own, which means I have to go fishing, figure out how to fish, find a tuna, cut it up. There's no refrigerator, so I got to eat everything right there, go out the next day and find another tuna. This sounds like a nightmare. Not with that. There's no poke. With that attitude, (laughs) There's no poke. (laughs) (laughs) It's all just fresh sashimi, so you just eat it like that. Yeah. Sounds terrible. uh, Everything's preserved in salt. Yeah. And you couldn't make, like, ice either, so you couldn't even, like, put something on ice because there was no freezer. in North Dakota. Then you're not getting fresh ahi. Yeah, where you get bison. There's a lot of bison. (laughs) Bison poke. Free-range bison. I mean, you could eat raw meat like that. You can, right? Isn't that how yeah. the people in Alaska live? Like, they just hang it from a tree? Yeah. And as long as the, the um, what is it, the temperature is below a certain point, bacteria doesn't grow, so it dries like you would in, like, a controlled environment here. Yeah. Sweet. Guess we should go to Alaska. Bison jerky. And you can get salmon there. And freeze my butt off. So salmon poke. Mm. And dried salmon. That's not bad. That's a long hike. <laughs> I can't, I can't take, when was photography? I got this great idea for the internet. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you want to do is get the internet up and running. (laughs) Here we go. When was photography invented? 1826. You know how much a camera probably cost in that time? I don't know, but wasn't it you took one picture and the whole thing blew up? Yeah, this is like big smokestack (laughs) that would just explode. (laughs) It cost third degree burns to everybody, but you got a picture. Yeah. And I have no idea how to operate one of those. Do I just put gunpowder, light a fire? I think so. I don't know. There's no batteries. Yeah. Everything's mechanical. What is film? I don't even know what film's made out of. How does film get exposed and then all of a sudden there's a reverse image of the picture in front of you? I have no idea how these things work. We're just stuck in a digital age right now. We're so spoiled. Yeah. This has been a very depressing segment. I've realized how useless I am. You're useless. It's like. If something goes wrong in my house, I got to go hire a man to come in that's a more re- man than me. Yeah, a real man. Yeah. Are you the real man that I hired? Yes. <laughs> well, come in. I have a real man problem that I can't solve. Yeah. Come fix my thing. But thankfully, there's nothing to break in your house because there's no plumbing. There's no electricity. I'm talking about right now. Oh, yeah. Right now. That's true. Yeah. I would have to be the man in the 1800s. <laughs> that's so funny. There's no calling someone up to hire them. It's right. you. You think of... Like, someone like me is useless. 
most people consider like a plumber not the most prestigious job whatever i mean it's so practical though like just knowing how that stuff works construction worker all of these things you need to revamp your life then and start learning some of these crafts mm. you know there is a resurgence in like trade jobs yeah because it's so expensive to go to college like why not just jump in a trade i just got to make sure i don't do anything useless like go to ac repair school Right. Don't do that because if the world goes and or if you get transported to eighteen hundreds, that's not helpful. There's yeah, there's no ACs for me to work on. Yeah. Well All right. there's that. Thanks for this uh depressing segment. That was fun. That was really fun. It made me realize how much of a idiot I am. Yeah. I know nothing about yeah. history. Okay, let's jump into this next one. Um we don't really have a segment for this, but we're gonna we're gonna talk about the origins of Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day origin story. That was, <laughs> I was like, is that, is that the drop? No, it was just like it's a Marvel origin story. I was just curious um, if you knew why Valentine's Day, what's the origin of Valentine's Day? Do you know? I, I can only assume that Valentine, St. Valentine, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've heard that at some point, sounds like some sort of biblical figure. And if I was to guess, he's the saint, patron saint of love. That's pretty. That's a pretty good guess. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> so Valentine's Day came from the 14th century. Four, that's a lot of wow. So I don't even know what's around then. Let's not even go to the 14th century. Let's just say in the 1800s. But it's when lovers express their affection with greetings and gifts, and it's mm. Roman. It comes from a Roman, the Roman festival. Hey, we're celebrating the festival Amore, and it was always held in mid-February. Okay. It was I'm celebrated. The coming of spring. So, coming of spring. Coming of spring. When everything's thawing out. Which included... Wait, where is this again? Oh, right. Italy. Yeah. World geography. <laughs> Geology? Geology Jesus, rocks. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's what's interesting about it, though. We're going to celebrate the love. <laughs> it uh, it it's, celebrates the coming of spring, which included... This is what's interesting. This is what I thought you would find interesting. Included fertility rights and the pairing off of women with men by lottery. 45, 50, 50, 65, <laughs> 65, sold to the men in the red top hat. <laughs> um, and then it just became celebrated as like this day of romance. So it's, the 14th century is how we have our kind of modern view of it. Wait a minute. I just imitated an auction. You yeah, said that'll lottery. Work. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's like bingo. It's like bingo. Uh, somebody just picking random. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the the Pope basically is what kind of like, that was happening in the fifth century, this lottery and fertility rights, mm-hmm. where men would get in this lottery system what, what to get a woman. What is fertility rights? So, basically, you are a guy, and you're looking to get a girl pregnant to continue your legacy. Is, is this the line to get a lottery ticket? I would uh, like to exercise my right to deposit my semen into a young girl. Just <laughs> a sick world we're living in. Sick people. So you just got this line of women who just started getting the... She has just started to bleed. Right? Isn't that what they used to say? Have you bled yet? Well, perfect. I will put your name straight into the lottery. And you will be granted to one of these random men. Right. That, that's exactly right. What a different time. So that was kind of going on in the 5th century. In Rome. In Rome. In the 14th century is kind of when it, like, changed. So, um, wait. So, basically, around the 14th century. Sorry. Okay, yeah. 14th is when we century. have kind of what we see as Valentine's Day now. Just between two lovers, you give a greeting or a card. 
What changed? Do you know what changed? The Pope just changed it. It doesn't. I couldn't figure out why exactly. Hey, so you know how every February we collect all the little girls that just started having their period and we give them away to all the creepy men with bonus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know. It just it sounds so normal, especially when you say it out loud like that. But uh, <laughs> what if instead of that, we decided to do something where we treated the girls with dignity and respect, like... I don't know, human beings? Probably. That's probably what happened. She's barely 13. Yeah. This should be about real love. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know why, but I'm, that's my guess. I don't know how you just end up, like, how do you get chosen? It's just like... It's like Goblet of Fire. You throw your, um, you know, name in the goblet and uh, whatever it spits out is who you get. <sighs> so we get our commercial. It gets commercialized in the 1800s, and that's where we get Cupid from. Cupid? Yeah, it was just like a commercialized thing. Is the Cupid specifically from Valentine's Day? Yeah. So they just invented well, this no, flying the, I creature. I mean, Cupid's a Roman god of love. Oh, okay. But they just started using that for Cupid. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Valentine. Yeah. So where did, the, where did I get... You said I was oh. close with St. Valentine. Oh, yeah. Forget about that. Um, it's just called St. Valentine's Day is also what it was called. So St. Valentine wasn't an actual saint. Not according to this website I'm reading. I don't know. I feel like it must have been. You're asking me a lot of detailed don't questions. They, don't Catholics have saints for everything? Yeah. Like, I'm the patron saint of bowel movements. Right. No, that's me. Pupitarian. Oh, sorry. That was a really bad impersonation of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is... Uh, yeah. So that's Valentine's Day. That's Valentine's Day. And I'm sure... Please correct me. Check us out on Twitter and send me a tweet that says, like, why oh, by am the I way, moron? We just made that up. Yeah. All right, let's jump into something else. Let's let's get out of here. This next one I'm excited about. Oh, okay. And I, and I don't think we have a um thing for it, but I kind of wanted to talk about sayings. Sayings. So have you ever heard Phrases. people? Yeah, people say a phrase or a saying, mm -hmm. and let's not go into the history of where it came from, but let's just kind of like talk about it logically for a second. First, one I want to talk about is, have you ever like something's really good, and you mm -hmm. really like it. Mm -hmm. And what, what's like the old saying that people say? It's so good you could eat it. Shake a stick at it. That would have been my second guess. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Oh, that's so good I, I could shake a stick at it. Yeah, you know, I'm always so excited when my wife comes home from work. I keep a spare stick next to the door so that when she walks through, I can pick it up and just shake it in her face. And, oh, she loves that. Right. I have no idea. I'm so glad you're home. Here's a stick to yeah. express my excitement. Yeah, I just don't understand. I hate stuff like that. And then you ask people that say it, and they go, I don't know. Where'd you hear that from? That's just My what you said. My dad used to say it. That's just what you say. No, it isn't. You don't have to say things you don't know what it means. Just say, that was really good. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't exactly roll off your tongue like shaking a stick at it. it just it's so good you can shake a stick at it. Mm. That one I don't like. Here's another one. This one, I kind of understand it, but I don't like it, I guess you can say. Have you ever heard the saying, uh, let's say it was raining last night, mm -hmm. and it rained very hard, mm -hmm. and you say to someone, man, it was really raining hard last night, and they say, it was so loud, it beat the band. Not cats and dogs? No, it was, the rain was well, that so- That makes sense. It was so loud, it beat the band. Beat the band. First of all, what band? The band, Nick. <laughs> right. You know the band. It, it's so loud, it beat the- it, it was so loud, it sounded like somebody was beating a band. I'm going to beat the people saying these things because it just, it just is like, it just bugs me that people just use these weird idiot, not, it's not an idiosyncrasy. Um, Who are people? I've never heard these phrases. 
colloquialisms. Colloquialisms. <laughs> Nailed it. It's just saying it was so loud. It was louder than like a marching band playing, I guess, or maybe uh, like a rock band. It's so loud it it beat out their noise. Like you didn't even hear the band playing, did you? No, no, because yeah. it was raining yeah, so was, hard was, last night. Right, it was raining so loud. You didn't even hear them. No, no. Was there a band playing? Uh, yeah. Why is there a band playing? Well, it was an event. Well, some kind of event. I mean, you couldn't even hear them. The rain was so loud, you'd think they just stopped the whole thing. Yeah, or cancel it with the weather report. But no, no, no. no. Well, how about that? I mean, there's actually a sound out there that's louder than the band. I mean, you could say it beat them. (laughs) Now, there's a saying in the works. It was so great, it beat the band. I got another one for you. Hit me with it. I was over the moon for you. Mm. Right? Have you ever heard that? Or just referring to something, it, it was over the moon. It was so high. I, I don't know what, again, I don't know. What, Smoking I, that crack. <laughs> I have no idea. I was, he was, oh, Johnny was just over the moon for little Sally. What? What do you mean over the moon? Well, you know, the moon, it's like, it's up there. It's what the cow jumps and over. I was, I was so excited that I felt like I was way up there, right? I hate it. Get it? I hate it. Because high. I got it. I'm gonna, it's really high. I'm going to just throw another Higher one Higher than you. the moon. I'm going to just hit you with another. Um, hey, man, do you want to go out to the concert tonight? Oh, thanks for the invite. I'm just feeling a little under the weather. Mm. We're all under the weather. Life exists under the weather. What makes you so sure you know where the weather is? How is it a negative? You mm. don't say, here's, here's the other thing, though. You don't say when you're feeling good, well, I'm, 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 I'm down, man. I'm so on top of the weather right now. Right. What is the weather? Right. Describe the weather. What's weather? Describe weather. Weather is atmospheric pressure that in conjunction with the sun. There's a lot of big words a, being thrown around right now that climate. I don't Well, it sounds like we just got to break this down into a mathematical equation. So if weather over me equals sick, then we just got to solve for weather. Is the weather <laughs> high? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain weather. Like, if there's no weather, how am I supposed to figure out where I am in relation to that? Right? There's always weather. So we're in my office right now. Are, are we in the weather? That's it. That is the weather. It's out there? Or it's, is it in here? It's out there. It's out there. So right now, we're on the side of the weather. You're never in... When you're indoors, you're not... You're not in the weather. In the weather. I'll tell so you that. I'm, I'm outside of the weather. Right. I'm apart from the weather. Figured out where the weather is. It's out there. It's we're outdoors. inside... We are parallel with the weather. How do we get under it? Step two. Here's the only way I know to get under the weather. Okay, maybe it's this. Dig a hole. Death. Right. That's the, maybe that's what it is. I'm under the weather. I feel like death. I feel like I'm dead. Six because feet I'm, under. I'm buried in the ground under. The, maybe that's what it is. That's what it is? Yeah. I feel like death. Under the weather. Just mathematical equation. Figure it out. Solve for weather. Right. Why don't they just say under the earth? How about just, I'm not feeling under good. Under the ground. I'm not feeling good. I got one for you. I'm not feeling good. I feel sick. Yeah. I'm so sorry to hear that you and the weather aren't doing so well. It sounds like she's really getting on top of you. You want another one? I got, I got another. Let's do it, I'll man. give them all These day, are great. Ready? We're going to figure them out. Blow your socks off. You, uh, you wait, got, wait, 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 wait. This is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go check out that movie, man. It'll blow your socks off. It's so good, it'll blow them right off. Last time I heard somebody having something violently removed from their feet, they were hit by a car. Yeah. Shoes got thrown off. 
that's always a thing you hear. They were hit by a car and they didn't have any shoes. So something hit them so hard that their shoes and their socks came off. But that would be a negative connotation. This is a positive oh, thing. Right, right, right. No, great. I love it'll, when my socks It'll blow your off. socks off. It's similar to, it'll rock your world. That one makes sense. What? Yeah. It'll rock your world? Right. You, you ever go into a rock concert? Here's things that rocks your world. I'll, I'll give you one example. Sex. No. Well, you just threw your wife no, under the bus. No, no. Here's this will rock your world. I an, think you should apologize. A nuclear bomb that rocks your world. No, that destroys your world. Exactly. You ever heard of headbangers, man? It doesn't rock your. My world is not getting. It's not literally rocking it. Now it just sounds like you have a vendetta against metaphors. <laughs> now I'm doing the wiggle. See what it feels like. We never. I, okay. When's the last time you were at a rock concert? It's been a while. Have you never been? I've been to them. You get into the mood, you start banging your head. A lot of times you have that double kick bass drum that's coming through the speakers and thumping you so from you, the inside. So you like, like that saying. World. You Rock use your world it. Makes, makes logical sense. So you say it. Blow your socks off. If you're not just pulling your socks off your feet, what's the other option? I can't even think of one. Vacuum. Suck them off with a vacuum? I guess that'd be it suck would, your socks it off. It would not work. But Leaf blower, Nick. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I don't know if that would work either. You'd have yeah, to put the leaf blower like, in the sock. Maybe oil them up a little bit. <laughs> Take you about 20 minutes. So. All right, I'm going to give you an, <laughs> I'm gonna give you another. Let's move on. Try I'm to gonna, make sense of all I this. I got two more, and then we'll go somewhere else. You're barking up the wrong tree. That one makes sense to me. Okay, explain it. Well, a dog is like barking up a tree at a cat. That's where it the cat goes to It doesn't say dog. Well, I guess bark you assume. I have guess you ever you heard of the it. phrase, or have you ever heard of the word metaphor? Yeah. Do you know what it means? So, okay, define then barking up the right tree. There's a cat in it. <laughs> so, you, so nothing's wrong with barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, it's like a dog is trying to chase a cat into a tree, and then the cat runs into this tree, tree A, and I'm over here at tree B trying to bark up the tree and get the cat. <laughs> so, so you're saying, whoa, man, you're supposed to be at that tree. That's where the cat is. Whoa, man, you're in the wrong place. Ain't no cat climbing up on me. That cat went somewhere over there. You better go check out those trees. You're barking up the wrong tree. That's what women used to say, because cats are, you know, they got that other nickname that you call them. (laughs) (laughs) That's very sexist, Kavika, and I would not like to entertain those. Well, you never hear a guy saying you're barking up the wrong tree. Or do you? (laughs) 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 All right, last one, last one, last one. You better be careful, or you'll get the wrong end of the stick. Mm. Or like, you don't want to get the wrong end of the stick. Well, it depends. Is somebody shaking this stick at me? But that implies there's two different ends to the stick. Right. There's a universally accepted that this is the good end of you the stick. You want the good end? You want the good end shaking at you. I don't want I don't want a <laughs> stick at all. I don't want it at all. So I don't... What if it's the good end? What? what define good you know, end. And define... A good is, one. I'm a... <laughs> oh, look at the end of that stick. So good. I'm assuming one is pointy and jagged, and the other is just round and soft. <laughs> That's all. I- <laughs> you- you're going to get the wrong end of the stick. What do you do with sticks, Nick? Do you have a collection of sticks at home that have like different textures and things protruding from them? Give me an honest answer. When's the last time you picked up a stick? Probably like a week ago. When, where, what? At my mom's place. You were just you were outside. No, my uh, my stepdad was uh, he was picking up leaves, 
like raking the yard kind yeah. of thing, and there was a stick. I just threw it in the trash can. Oh, so you help, were helping out a little bit. Yeah, it was a good stick, too. <laughs> well, well, there are two definitive ends. Obviously. Good I mean, the bad. part I was holding was nice and soft, and then the other end looked like the devil's hoo-ha. <laughs> There's a grain. There's a grain to sticks, right? Because the tree grows upwards. Just like the grain in, like, like when you cut wood, you can go against the grain, you can go with the grain. I thought you were going to say, like, in meat. Not another woody thing when you're comparing it to... There's the grain of a stick, and then there's grain of wood. Not all stick is wood. They're exactly the same. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you got that wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I just think... All that to say is this is a little bit of my rant of, like, sometimes these, like, sayings are just things people say, and they don't actually know what they mean. The good end of the stick. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to get into it, but, hey, easy does it. Easy does it? That's just bad grammar. All right, let's jump into the next one. All you got to do is rearrange that and it's fine. Do it easy. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> all right, all right. This next one, I'm going to let you kind of go on this one a little bit. So I gave you my ridiculous sayings that I just bug me. Mm-hmm. You have a problem. I'm just, you have a problem with this. Do I? I don't know. You tell me. Road rage. Oh, yeah. What are some things that make you road ragey? Well, obviously, if you flip me off, I'm going to lose my mind and chase you around Kakaako until you lose me by running a red light or something. But other than that, I'm pretty calm on the road. If there's like some minor stuff, like somebody doesn't use their <laughs> signal or whatever, and they kind of merge, as, as long as it doesn't put me in danger, I'm pretty chill about it. But the thing that really bothers me is if I do somebody a favor, like say I'm in a lane where the lane to the, my right is merging. And there's a lot of signs that say merging, merging, merging. And everybody's trying to get into the lane that it merges into. If somebody passes me on that right lane and tries to get all the way up to where the merge gets into my lane, I get pissed. Because I'm like, you're the guy that I hate because you're just trying to get in front of everybody while we're all obeying the law. We know the, the lane ends. There's a lot of signs. And you should just merge into the lane like we are. But no, you're taking advantage of our, like, courtesy i guess that annoys me because there's some people merge early and some people merge basically at the end of the the merge i mean i won't be like ridiculous i mean i know if you fill in it makes more sense or if you see everybody like and it's backed up you probably should fill in right because then you're you're just backing up the whole line right i mean you're just being more efficient but if traffic is moving and i'm in the lane and you're just speeding up to try and get ahead of me I might speed up a little. <laughs> I might be that jerk and just be like, mm, not turn my head and just step on the gas a little bit more so that you have to slow down and get behind me. That's the kind of jerk I am. But I just hate people that take advantage of that. So that sets you off. Oh, that sets me off. And if they get ahead of me because my car sucks, Jeez. I drive a 99 RAV4. She's very sweet and very functional. She is Lots nice. of room. But she's not the fastest car. No, she's not. So I hit on the gas, and nine times out of ten, that person will pass me, and on their I'll just moped. be furious because I didn't get to like, I didn't get to stick it to them that they're being a jerk on their moped. Yeah, it's a joke. Come on. <laughs> all there you go. right, fair enough. <laughs> all right, all right. What else? What else? Uh, give me, me some. You were having a race after this. Did you bring your moped? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I would beat right you. Couple, I uh, bet you I would beat you. I, I, I run your butt over. Maybe not top speed, but. Early on, yeah, I'd take it to you. Okay, I'll give you two, two, and I won't expound on them too much. You get to a four-way, 
and someone is Mr. Aloha, and they're letting everyone go, and it messes up the whole four-way rules. Like the who got there first gets to go next? Yep. That's exactly how it should be. Whoever gets there first goes, and then the next person that got there, and then the next person. But you have someone who messes up the order. You then don't know when you're supposed to go. So if they wave someone on, let them go, and then they go, now I'm like, well, who goes, me or the guy across? Because that guy waved. I was really supposed to go, and it messes up the whole dynamic. There is the longest math equation going through my head right now trying to figure out what you just said, and I, I, I don't know what the scenario is right now. You get to a four-way stop, right? Who right. goes? Whoever gets there first. Right. What if you get there, and another person is there, uh-huh. and they're waving someone else on? That's not you before you could have went. It messes up the whole dynamic of the four-way. Yeah, that kind of stuff doesn't really bother me. Oh, yeah, that bothers me because now I just don't know when to go because no one knows. Tell because when to go. Other one is... Um, Actually, what I usually do is usually a four-way stops. People are just trying to go through, right? Straight. Well, Occasionally, you get the left turn or the right turn or whatever. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. But what I do is like, if there's a car coming like directly at you and you're trying to get, go forward... Yeah, you both can go. Yeah, then I, I just try to time it with whoever's coming at me and then the cross street gets to go, the right. rear street gets to go. That's how it should be. Or like a three-way stop mm. is annoying too. Sounds hot. <laughs> All right, last thing. I'll give you a scenario this morning. Tell me if I'm in the wrong. There was a, like a huge truck, like flatbed tractor trailer truck parked in the middle of the street, but not fully. Pretty like, wrong already. Almost like not fully middle, but a little bit in their lane, but definitely in the middle, if that makes sense. A flatbed truck. Yep. Like because, a, like a um, tow truck kind of thing? No, like a tractor trailer. Oh. Yeah, it was like okay, a semi truck. Okay, got it. With a flatbed on it. On, and the flatbed was filled with like um, pallets. And what kind of street are we talking about here? Are we talking about freeway or like no, a side just, street? No, just like my, my road, like a regular um, residential well, street. Well, for the spammers. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, a residential, residential street. street. Got yeah. it. So, so there's only, it's a, basically a two lane highway, one going. Re- basically two lanes, yeah. yeah. And there are parked cars on the side. So, mm-hmm. like, sometimes it's two lane, it, it, you know, whatever. So it's parked there. And I actually walked my dog and I saw them park. Mm-hmm. And I saw them like kind of getting ready to unload it. And on the back of it was like those beefy forklifts. Got it. Like not a regular forklift, but the big blue ones that have huge arms on them. You okay. know what I'm talking about? I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Not uh, the ones that you see in a warehouse. Yeah. When you see like a construction site. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. And uh, they were like getting ready to unload it and unload the, the stuff or whatever. So mm-hmm. I go home and I'm mopeding the work this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm driving down. I see the truck facing me. And the lane's empty. Like, my lane is free. Mm-hmm. There's no one in it. I should totally be able to be in my lane see where this and is go going. around. As I'm driving, this forklift is coming behind the back. And it has those huge arms that are now swinging out as I'm coming around the side and almost clips me. The forklift. Yep, the forklift. This is because not a traffic nope. problem. This yeah. is a dude just being reckless kind of common sense yeah. issue. And the guy stops and, like, basically screams. And I, like, zoom around him. If I was a car, I would have definitely hit him. Mm-hmm. But he totally came out. And there was no cones. There was not multiple people kind of manning the, the road or anything. He just was unloading and expecting everyone to know that he's blindly coming from around the corner. And if I didn't have a moped, I wouldn't have been able to, like, swing around him. And he So he's t- just in the middle of the road with a forklift going, what the hell are all these maniacs doing around here? Yeah. 
And part of me thought, well, maybe I should have. Driving I was, on the road that you're supposed to be driving on. I wasn't really going fast. I was going under the speed limit. This mm. was like 15 miles an hour or something. How conservative. And because uh, I was just starting out, kind of going around. I was being tentative because. You're warming up to speed limit. I couldn't see around the tractor trailer. Um, so it wasn't my fault. But when people usually yell at me for stuff like that, I'm like, well, maybe I did do something, whatever. But he did just seemed to be. Racing? Oh, yeah. Because Start that was heating. like inches from hitting like his forklift boom. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's like coming around. Right. And he made it like, what are you doing speeding around here? Like, this is, like, not speeding. I'm on my side of the road. You have zero cones, no markers, nothing. And he can't see around the corner because the way the forklift is set up, mm-hmm. he's more further back. Right. So anyway, all that to say is that he was in the wrong, I guess. But made me feel a little bit like, well, maybe I should have been. I don't even know what I could have did different. Uh, I mean... If I was to put that into a road rage scenario, there's a street on uh, what is it, Pahoa? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the park, the cars uh, only park yes, on. Yes, dude, this one's. Fr- I used to ride this every day. Yeah, so they only park on one side of the road. If you're driving, uh, let's say, what is it, south? Your lane is open. You you have the lane. There's no cars parked on the side of the yeah. road. But if you're driving north, then you should pull over because your lane is to being taken up by parked cars. Yeah. So what pisses me off is if I'm driving south, I have the right of way because my lane is open. Right. But what happens is people that are driving north with all the parked cars, they swerve into your lane and try to get around them. And a lot of times, I almost get into a car accident because they try to sneak past the parked yes. cars and almost hit me head on. Yeah. When that you're, pisses me when off. When you're coming down that hill, it's your responsibility to let whoever's coming There's a right go. away. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's parked cars on your side. Like, that's how it goes. That really grinds my gears. Dude, that does really freaking light me up. Well, yeah, that's my road rage comments. I just want to talk about that a little bit. What really grinds your gears? You can message us on our Twitter, Pod. I'd be curious to hear what they have to say. This is, this is straight out of Family Guy. You know what really grinds my gears? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> what really gets your goat? How about that? What gets really your goat? Gets your goat. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> what gets your goat? You never heard that before? Me and my friends used to say it that all the time. It sounds dirty. Yeah, it is. Get, okay, this is a bad thing. Oh, yeah. What gets your goat? Gets your goat? Yeah. What's so bad about goats? Uh, your goat is m- referring to your genitalia. So what really just punches gets you in the your... balls? Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is that a slang for <laughs> genitalia? I don't know, goat? but that's what we used to say. What gets your goat? Gets your goat. Must have something to do with the furriness, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the, the awkwardness. Goats are awkward. <laughs> Dude, there's this uh, every anytime I talk about goats, I'm instantly reminded of Maui. If you've ever been to Maui, there's a, a handful of goat farms up there. If you drive up to Haleakala, which is the biggest mountain on Maui, you can watch the sun, uh, sunrise and stargaze and all that stuff. It's above the clouds, but it's a very well traveled road. It's out of the weather. Out of the wet. Well, there, I mean, there's weather up there. Oh my god, it's That's on be- top of the weather. It's in between weather. It's in the void between weathers. <laughs> That's my new saying. <laughs> hey, do you want to go out tonight? Uh, you know, I'm kind of in the void between weathers right now. I'm feeling great. I'm telling you what, I am on top of the weather. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, there, there's a bunch of uh, farms up there, and some of them uh, raise goats. From, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe just, they just like the sound. For milk. Milk. There you go. But there's this one farm that has a sign outside and it says surfing goats and if you know anything about goats which i didn't prior to this but i found out that goats no matter what they will just find 
whatever the highest thing is to go stand on it. Yeah. So if you have a tractor <laughs> that's like plowing the fields and then you leave it there inside the goat where the goats are hanging out, you'll come back in the morning and there's going to be like three goats standing on top of your tractor. So what this company or what this, this guys did that are raising these goats, they put surfboards on stands all over their property right in front of the road. So you can drive by and there's just a ton of goats just like standing on these surfboards and it's a surfing goats. It's the most random thing ever, but it tickled the crap out of me. <laughs> Melissa's car was uh, trampled by goats and we had to call the insurance and get it and got it fixed. In Maui? No, no. When we lived on the mainland, oh. worked at this like uh, place that had goats and they got on our car and trampled the just whole Just overnight? Yeah. Exactly what you said. Well, a bit of education for anybody, any of you spammers out there that are living anywhere near goats don't park in an area that they can access yeah or the goat will get your goat that really <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds so dirty every time you say it <laughs> um last thing i wanted to give out a friendly tip of uh things you don't cheap out on there's certain things you should you should just buy the name brand generic doesn't cut it and this is just we're going to we'll we may have some other ones. This may just be the only one. But I want to tell you guys a friendly tip. Get it? Tip. Just the tip. Is don't buy off-brand cotton swabs. Just get the Q-tip brand. Did you say get it before you actually told us what it was? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. So there really is a Give difference. Give a little tip. <laughs> get it. <laughs> well, probably not, actually, because that would have been weird. I haven't even given you the punchline. But seriously, there's a difference between branded Q-tip and unbranded is called cotton swab. And I know you might not think there's a difference, Kavika, but there is. Cotton swab is just a generic term. That's a generic term. It's like Kleenex. Really, it's tissue paper. Kleenex. Or Xerox. Or Xerox, yep. Anyway, that's a whole different trail we can go down. But what's the problem with generic cotton swabs? They're not as sturdy. And as rigid as regular Q-tips. So you can put that thing in, swab it around everywhere, and it's great. I don't know how tough your ear canal is, but if I'm like scraping around something in my ear hard enough to bend that paper rod that you stick in there, <laughs> my ear's bleeding. I don't know, man. It's painful. I can't use cotton swabs. It just They just don't work as well. Well, what does it look like when you pull it out of your ear? It's crooked and like bent. You must got some leather ear canals. No, because what I'll do is I'll put it in and I'll... Angle it up to get the top portion of my ear canal, and mm -hmm. then I'll angle it down to get the bottom portion. I don't just put it in and twirl it. I like angle it a little to like scoop it out, scrape it out, scrape it out. Yeah, and by doing just that, that little bit of so painful, just that little bit of an angle bends the cotton swab. But Q-tip never an issue. I feel okay. Maybe I'm an outlier on this, but when I put Q-tips in my ear and they like don't fit, it's not comfortable to force it in there. Uh, maybe my ear canals are bigger. The Q-tips don't ever not fit. Well, what I'm saying is, like, if it doesn't fit, it's pressure on the ear canal, mm -hmm. and pressure on my ear canal is unpleasant. Well, I'm not. I really don't. I'm like not it. in my ear drum. I'm just in well, the. That's what I'm saying. The ear canal. Okay, I just want to make sure like, because it doesn't hurt at all for me. What the hell is going on? Maybe I have like really sensitive ear canals and there. small, very small ear holes. I I don't see the problem. The, I buy generic. The Q -tips other thing all the time. about the cotton swabs is. The actual cotton part of it comes apart very easily. But on the Q-tip one, it's very much on it well. Well, yeah, if you're sticking in a thing and scraping <laughs> around in your brain, of course the cotton swab's going to come out. I don't know. I'm telling you, just listen to me. Don't 
cheap out and buy cotton swabs. I, I think we need to rephrase this bit of advice here. If you have <laughs> John Rambo ear canals, maybe you shouldn't buy the off-brand Q-tips. But if you're a normal person that doesn't scrape the inside of your ear, then maybe the cotton as well. I think you're the weird one. I think many people would agree with me on this. Uh, maybe we should put it to a poll. Yeah, do you buy... Do your ear canals have sensitivity towards cotton swabs? How about just what do you prefer? Cotton swabs no, or no, no, Q-tip? No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're ducking the issue. <laughs> We're not disguising this as a brand thing. Well, just ask some people around too and see. Yeah, put whatever you want on the poll. I'll, I'll come out on top. <laughs> You'll get all of your family to vote for you no matter what. <laughs> I do tell everyone, go on and vote. It's hard because vote. we get like nine votes a week and eight of them come from Nick's family. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fam. <laughs> all right. Well, my, I guess I got to give one now too, right? Mine's oh, yeah, the yeah. obvious one. Mine is toilet paper. That's a good you one. You can't really... I mean, actually, now that I think of it, there's two things, two types of toilet paper that I would buy. I actually don't mind the Kirkland brand like... Yeah, that's paper. what it's I get. Fun. It's pretty good. Right. But if I'm being honest, the goat of toilet paper, not, <laughs> not the one that gets your goat. Get the goat but toilet the paper. the greatest of all time toilet paper is the Charmin Ultra. I totally right? agree. Totally agree. It's like wiping your bum with a cloud made of butter. Yeah. Or I guess that would just be butter. Yeah, that would just be butter. The problem with, okay, the only issue with the Charmin Ultra if you use too much, that sucker will Whip clog butter. you in an instant. What? It'll clog the toilet bowl very easily if oh, you use too much. Oh, the toilet bowl. I thought yeah, you not were like, you. yeah, you shove it up your butt, and sometimes <laughs> it gets stuck, and it clogs you up. I'm, w- not that, I'm not that aggressive with my butt the way you are with your ear canals, Nick. Dude, I won't say who, because they would be embarrassed if they found out that Is I... Is this a story about Q-tips and buttholes? No, no. My friend had like, um, I, th- I think he was feeling a little sick. His just stomach was upset. Mm-hmm. And he said that he, he tells me, yeah, I was thinking about maybe putting some uh, maxi pads in my underwear because I'm feeling real loose. But instead of doing that, I just put toilet paper in my butt crack just in case. Just he sharded. Up. Yeah. Oh, sharded. Yeah, he was worried about the sharding. So he was so loose as a goose down there, he put toilet paper in his butt hole crack just in case. This sounds like effective planning (laughs) yeah dude i've never thought about doing it or met anyone that actually did that well on that same vein have you ever been like (laughs) on that same vein Mm. of your butthole of your of your sphincter (laughs) along that intestinal track (laughs) i'm tracking with you continue have you ever been so constipated never mind we're not gonna talk about this (laughs) oh no i want to know this let's hear it what'd you do you know your finger I've never done that. <laughs> You've heard of fingers, right? No, they're like, <laughs> they're long. They're not too wide. You ever seen poop? Usually it's a little thicker than a finger. Huh? 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 No, I've never had to go in there and dig out poop because I'm so constipated. Me, 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 me neither. Oh not, not at all. That I don't know who a, would do that. That is the sickest thing. Ever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where that came from. I just... Thought it'd be interesting to talk about hypothetical situations. Oh, that's hypothetical. That's hypothetical. All right. <laughs> no, nothing. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, hey, uh, this was fun, man. It was. I enjoyed this. Um, to our spammers out there, 
bit of food for thought for your Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for tuning in. We come at you from the Tin Can. Tin Can Studios. Tin Can Studios. Valentine's Day edition. Hopefully uh, this Valentine's Day thing hasn't worn out by the time you're listening to this. But thank you again so much for listening. Uh, definitely follow us at Pod on Twitter. You can vote for who has the uh, something about, I don't remember what we were talking Q-tip. about. Yeah, you can vote uh, if you use generic brand. No, no, no. You can vote on if you have very sensitive ear canals like I do, or if you have John Rambo ear, ear canals like Nick. <laughs> um, yeah, vote, and then one of us will be the loser, and one of us can hold our head high for about seven days. So thanks vote. again for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Shoots. Later. Later.